Perspective for Today is your Christ-centered resource for life's daily struggles. This podcast aims to build up, edify, and encourage you through biblical truth. I'm your host, Tony Perillo, and it is my pleasure to share God's will for you and for me. So settle in and let's see what God has in store for us today. Further insight is available at PerspectiveForToday.com. Hi, thanks for tuning in today. I just wanted to address something that I've neglected to bring up until now. For all of you who are going through this Bible study, you may have noticed that I use a couple of versions of the Bible. Mostly I use the King James Version and the English Standard Version. If I feel the interpretation of one version expresses that topic with more clarity, or it makes that verse more applicable to today's language, I may use that particular version. So, in our previous episode, we left off talking about a renewed mind. In the next verse, we're going to see what should be the state of that renewed mind. The first part of verse 3 says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Let's keep it real. Who do you think you are? Do you have an inflated sense of ego? Does the world really revolve around you? Do you believe that no one else could do your job as well as you? Maybe you're under the misguided conception that you can't be replaced. Hello? Reality check. It ain't about you. Sorry I got carried away. Time to take it down just a notch. So uh, if you have that renewed mind, then that sense of self should be diminished. Paul doesn't want us to feel terrible or worthless, but rather let our faith rise above our own self-worth and interests. Verse 3 continues with the following, But to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. That renewed mind that we keep referring to should be filled with God's word. It's only when we have that word that we can make judgments that are clear and not clouded by worldly standards. Let's take this verse to a more literal interpretation. You cannot make rational decisions if you're not sober, if your mind is clouded by drugs, alcohol, or even a lack of sleep. We need to be vigilant in our walk. Satan will snatch you up in a heartbeat if your minds are not sober. We need to use that measure of faith that God has assigned to us. We are all members of the body of Christ. Romans 12.4 For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function. So even in our human body there are a diversity of parts or members of the body. Each one is important in its own right. None work independently of themselves. If the eye sees an obstacle in front of it, the foot reacts by walking over it. If the nose smells smoke, then the mouth shouts the alarm. Everything works together in harmony, and so it should be within the church. Romans 12.5 says, So we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. The diversity of gifts that have been bestowed upon us makes the body stronger. When a church has only a few members using the gifts that God has blessed them with, then the health of that church is diminished. All members are important. But we need to realize that our position in the body should not be exalted over another. Whatever spiritual gifts we have should be used to glorify God and not ourselves. Paul goes on to name some of the gifts and how they should be used. Romans 12, 6-8 
having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. So let's look at all of these and make sure we understand how these gifts are to be used. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if you're going to foretell of a coming event, you better be sure who is telling you that. If your faith is weak, then you might not be sure of who the messenger is. You need to be sure that it is of God and not something of your own making. This world has enough false prophets. Matthew 7:15. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Next, if service in our serving. We need to be willing servants, doing all for the glory of God and not ourselves. When we serve, we should do so with a humility of heart. If you have faith and still refuse to serve others, your faith is dead. And James 2.14 says this, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things they need for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. If you are a teacher, then you need to teach God's word and not add anything to it, nor should you take anything away from it. Now, exhortation is a double-edged sword. It is used to admonish as well as encourage. Whether we encourage a fellow Christian or admonish him or her for their transgression, we should do so with loving kindness. If we neglect to be that encourager, our hearts may become hardened. Hebrews 3.13 But exhort one another every day, as long as, it is, as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. If you have the ability to give, whether it be your finances, time, or sweat equity, do so generously. After all, it's not yours to begin with. Yep, that's true. All we have is God's. We are temporary caretakers with an obligation to meet the needs of others. 2 Corinthians 9.7 Each one must give as he has made up his mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. If you are in a position of leadership, then do so with zeal. Zeal is dedicated or enthusiasm for something. If you have zeal, you're willing, energized, and motivated. But none of that is entirely possible if it is not of God, for God and through God. That is why this country is in such disarray. Our leadership has fallen away from godly standards. Their zeal is for their own self-righteousness. Finally, if you are merciful, do so cheerfully. Don't use mercy as a way to keep someone under your thumb. Don't make them feel like they are indebted to you. Administer mercy with a cheerful heart, knowing that your mercy, your act of kindness, has lifted a burden off of someone's shoulders and that God's mercy may be extended to you. Matthew 5, 7 Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. So no matter what your spiritual gift, use it wisely. Don't use it for self-promotion or gratification. 
but rather use it with all humility and the love of Christ, giving God the glory for all that you do. Well, we're just going to stop for today. Next week, we're going to discuss some of the characteristics that we as Christians should have when dealing with not only other Christians, but those who have not yet come to Christ. As always, I'd like to thank you for listening, and may you have a week full of opportunities to share this good news with those that need to hear it. So let's just go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise, and may all that we do bring glory to your name. Father, may we continue to serve you in the proper spirit, giving you all the honor and the glory for what you have done through us. Let all that we do be done with loving humility. Father, we are all members of the body of Christ, and we thank you for the diversity of gifts that you have bestowed upon us. May we have the wisdom to use those gifts to fulfill your will. Father, help us to realize that we are just temporary caretakers of all that you have given us. So let us give cheerfully of all that we have. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You've been listening to Perspective for Today, your source for positive and uplifting messages. Just remember, God has a plan and you're a part of it. For more positive and insightful articles, please visit our website at perspectivefortoday.com. Just remember, when you're at a loss, look to the cross. Have a blessed day every day, and we hope to see you soon.